0: What up, people? It is Saturday, December 29th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast. Uh, First, I would like to wish everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Um, Hopefully, it was spent with family and friends, or however you choose to spend it. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, I had a very, very good Christmas with the family and my girlfriend, and it was just really relaxing and quiet. We had a quiet time in my parents' house. Uh, It was just my immediate family, which would be um, my mom and dad and my brother and my girlfriend came over for a little bit, but it was just quality time with the family. Uh, That's one of the things I cherish the most. I'm so blessed that I have a pretty close-knit family. I'm really close to my parents, and uh, my brother and I have a really solid, uh, good relationship. And we can just all uh, sit down, have dinner, and just talk, and, and it's never any drama. Uh, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, having my girlfriend over for a little bit, too, was cool. Um, she really gets along with my family. and My parents really love her, too. Uh, so she's basically a part of the family. She's been around, I think we right at seven months now. So, uh, they grown used to her and accustomed to her being there. So it was just a really, really nice, intimate, quiet time, uh, with the family. Really enjoyed it. Um, one of the cool things for me was I love this time of year because I like giving, uh, which I do throughout the year, but, uh. This time of year, just, it means a lot more to me. Uh, so, my parents and I, we exchange gifts. My brother, uh, several years ago, he chose not to celebrate Christmas, which is fine. I mean, and when I say celebrate, he didn't want to exchange gifts, and that's cool. It, it's not an issue with us, that's absolutely fine. But my parents and I, we still exchange gifts. And normally, I'll get each parent an individual gift, and then I'll get a group gift. So. Uh I got my dad a Groupon for Massage, which is something I did for his birthday back in October. And he loved it so he wanted that again. So I got that done. And I got my mom a gift card to Starbucks, which is she goes to Starbucks almost every day. Uh but their group gift, um, I got them tickets to Gladys Knight concert. That's gonna be up at the casino, one of the casinos that's near us. Um, I took a survey on my Facebook page and just asked my friends would they rather see Patti LaBelle or Gladys Knight and it was about even and something just kept pushing me to go to the Gladys Knight concert. I felt that would be a little more intimate for them Uh, so I went ahead and got them really nice seats uh, for the Gladys Knight concert in April. Uh, Come to find out it just so happens that the concert falls on my parents 45th anniversary. Um, I I knew their anniversary was in April. I constantly forget what the specific day is, but, uh, you know, I showed my mom the tickets because the tickets didn't arrive until the day after Christmas. So I showed her the confirmation on my phone, sent her the confirmation email, and she was like, you know, she confirmed the date. I said, yeah, you know, that's the date. And she said, that's our anniversary. So... For that to be a, a wonderful christmas gift as well as the concert being on their 45th anniversary uh it was a double blessing for me because they were very excited about it i already talking about getting a room at the casino uh it been the night you know and they're looking forward to it um i know my dad hates sitting like in the middle of the row so i was specific to get in seats so they're right on the end in the b section um And they're just really excited about this. So it's it's funny how things tend to work out like that. With that, I chose that specific concert out of three because Lionel Richie is gonna be up there also. Um, I was able to pick what I felt was the best one for them and then it fall on the anniversary. Um, So I know they're looking forward to that and it just, it made me happy to see them excited about it because I love doing things for them. Uh, Again, we're pretty close family so uh, that really made me happy. Um spending time with my girlfriend too. We had a really nice Christmas. Uh we opened gifts that morning and she really loved the gifts that I got her. Uh a lot of little stuff. Uh got her a cowboys hoodie uh, a couple of other things and then like she loves butterflies and her favorite color is purple and I was able to find her a purple butterfly necklace. Um, it's a sterling silver necklace with a purple butterfly charm on it. She really liked that. Uh, she's been wearing it almost every day since. And she got me some cool stuff too. Uh, my girl is very thoughtful. Um, and a couple of things I specifically asked for, she she got for me and some things I didn't ask for, she got for me, um, but she had heard me mention in the, in the past. So it was just really nice. Uh, this was the first Christmas I spent with an actual girlfriend and probably five or six years Um, and that's cool you know we also went to a friend of mine's house uh, Christmas Eve and hung out with her and on the way back um, my girlfriend and I had a very interesting conversation about friendship Um, sometimes I'm amazed at the differences of opinion on certain things and one thing I have to realize is that people's relationships family structure and friendships are going to be very different than mine I'm well aware that having both of my parents still alive for one I'm 44 so having both my parents still alive and still married uh, is kind of rare these days uh, because my girlfriend's her parents are um, divorced and they both remarried and been remarried for a while and You know, I look at the relationship she has with them, and then, um, so my friend's house, we went over. Real sweet girl, she's married. My friend is married. Um, She had invited my girlfriend and I and a couple of people over and, you know, just hung out. And we just talked about the longevity of our friendship. Uh, Sandy and I have been friends probably over 15 years. We used to work together. Most of my friends I met at work, at one of my previous jobs. And Sandy and I used to work together um, about 15 years ago, and we've remained pretty close. And on the way home, my girlfriend and I were talking about um, friendships because I have probably six or seven people I know right off the bat. If I needed anything, I don't care what it is, night or day, they would be there for me. And I'm blessed to have those people in my life. They've been there for a long time. Uh, They've proven to be there whenever I need something. And I'm there for them as well. And I was just asking my girlfriend, you know, if something happened and I wasn't available, who would you call? And she has one friend that she's been friends with for a long time that she considers her best friend. But they only talk maybe once every two to three weeks. And that just surprised me. You know and I know you have relationships like that because everybody has a life and things go on, but you know, I just and there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I treat my friendships, I think back in 07, my best friend Randy passed away. And that hit me pretty hard. Randy was like a brother to me. Uh I had known him since, you know, ten or eleven years old. We went to the same church, we sang in the choir together. Uh, He used to live around the corner from me uh, when we both moved out and got our own places and We used to go to the club together, hang out together all the time, and he he passed away. Um, I went to the hospital a couple of days before he passed, and he was in a coma. And I remember holding his hand, telling him I love him, and he squeezed my hand. And so that was an indication to me that he heard me. And that always gave me a sense of peace knowing that he knew how i felt and once he passed away it changed my views on friendship um, you know it made me want to cherish those people in those relationships even more so i always try to make sure the people that i'm close to that have truly had my back i try to let them know you know that i care about them that i love them i got their back Uh, because I don't want anything to happen to myself or to them and leave anything unsaid. So all of the people that I'm close to, they know where they stand with me. They know how I feel about them. So I take my friendships extremely seriously Um, and not to say my girlfriend doesn't. It's just a shame. I wish she had more friends because everybody needs an outlet um, to be able to express opinions or talk to or just have a shoulder to lean on because I may not always be there for her and I want her to be able to have somebody to talk to or if she's mad at me I want her to be able to go to somebody else to express those feelings um if she needs to get a difference of opinion you know what have you I want her to be able to do that so I encourage her to um last Friday she had or the Friday before last she had uh an outing with some women from her church it's a women's group I encouraged her to go and she went and she had a good time and I want her to have a life outside of me we both need to have other interests outside of each other and keep our individuality so I encourage that with her Uh, because sometimes you know she has a lot of stuff going on and I can give her my opinion but I can't relate to her situation because I don't have any biological kids um so some of the things she's dealing with, I can't relate to. I can just give her my opinion, but my opinion may not be the best one because I've never dealt with her situation. So I always encourage her to, you know, if you have some friends that you really care about, reach out to them, you know, build those relationships and because it's a good thing. Um, yeah, sometimes it can come along with drama, but any of my friends... Uh, that I consider my friends, my good friends that I've known for years, they know I don't care what it is. Um, If it's something, a situation I'm not fond of, I'll give them my opinion, but I'll still be there for them. I may not necessarily support some of their actions, but I will still have their back though. So I just think uh, friendships are important. Having people in your life that you can trust, um, that's an important thing. So we just had a very interesting conversation about that. Um, And also, I just look at, you know, her relationship with her family compared to mine. um, It's just very different. You know, I'm blessed that I have a close family, that we don't have any drama, that I do feel like we're just good people and we always try to do what's best. Um, And the big thing is just to know drama. You know, my parents can go out of town and I'll take care of, you know, go check on the house and different things. And they come back home the same way the house is the same way they left it. You know, I don't want anything from my parents. Um, I don't have any expectations of my parents, you know, especially to take care of me financially or anything like that. I don't, you know, I, I'm grown. They've taught me to be independent. And I've just seen differences with um, some of my friends and uh, even relatives. You know, so many grown people are so dependent on their parents, even in their 40s. and. Sometimes that may be necessary, but when you're an adult and you're capable of working, but you just mismanage your finances, you know, it's it's just interesting to me, you know, to see that happen. And, you know, everybody has a reason for the things that they do, Uh, but I'm just glad my parents raised me to be independent. Uh, Before I moved out of my parents' house, I was paying them rent. I had my own car note, I had credit card bills, I had my own phone. So I was used to paying bills before I moved out of the house. So when I moved out, some of my bills just went up, but I was used to paying them. So they made me learn that responsibility from a young age, and I just wish more people did that these days. Um, Because I think the generation that's being raised now, uh, they're in trouble so many things are given to them, they don't understand, like, not having cable in your bedroom, I didn't get cable until, in my bedroom, until I was out on my own, paying for myself, in my early 20s, you know, I didn't get a cell phone until I was out on my own, paying for myself, in my early 20s, and at that time, it was a plan where, you know, you had 300 anytime minutes, and you know, rollover minutes, that kind of stuff. Kids nowadays don't understand that. You know, they have smartphones and they unlimited data and text messages and all that stuff. They don't have to worry about that. And I mean thank God they don't because I don't know how they would fare if they did. But I think kids nowadays are just spoiled and, and parents are spoiling them. So um, if I do have a child I just I want to teach my child responsibility from a young age. Uh, I would definitely, you know, do things for them, but I I just want them, I want, I would want to raise a good, productive member of society that's not spoiled. Uh, I just can't do that. Um, But anyway, enough of that. Um, Since I've been off, I've definitely been enjoying my downtime. Uh, It has been relaxing. It's given me a chance to rejuvenate myself. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this movie on Netflix, Bird Box, with Sandra Bullock. So I happened to watch that yesterday, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes and funny pictures about Bird Box, but uh, it was interesting. Um, On a scale of 1 to 5, I would give it a 3. I mean, I think it's worth watching some people thought it was scary, I didn't necessarily think it was scary, but, and I won't go into a lot of detail right now, because, um, it's still fairly new, and some people may want to watch it, but, uh, in a later podcast, I'll address it more, what my issues with the movie was, but I'm finding that Netflix, it seems like they're pumping out a lot of original content, kind of just to pump out content, uh, I think Bird Box was shot very well, but I think the storyline could have been a little better. Uh, That could have been a little more depth to the characters. And some of the other original movies they have, I feel the same way about. They have a good cast. It was one movie with Forrest Whitaker. I don't recall the name of it, but it was horrible. The movie itself was horrible. The production of it was nice, but the plot just, it didn't make sense to me. So it just seems like they're just pumping our content just to have content out there. Uh, But I'm gonna find a couple more things to binge watch while I'm off. I still have about four or five days left on vacation before I have to go back. So uh, I just wanna relax and make the best of it. Fortunately tonight, I get to go play poker, which is my favorite thing to do. So I'll head out in a couple of hours and go do that. Hopefully win a little money. And I may go to the casino at some point, too. Um, Maybe New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Just head up for a few hours and play uh, up there. But, again, that's just what I do to relax. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I guess I need to talk about some of the news items that's going on. Uh, The government shutdown. I think we're in day six or seven. Uh, It's just ridiculous the whole reason it's shut down because of this stupid wall is, is so ridiculous. Um, to have over 800,000 people go without pay because somebody's being petty uh, is ridiculous over this one thing. And I know there have been bipartisan support for a spending bill to fund the government just without the wall. And he's throwing this little timber tantrum saying no. Um, and the interesting thing is just reading comments uh, on Facebook because that's the only social media I have it's amazing that the thought process of some people but I like getting the perspective from other people just to see how other people think and for instance with um, a police officer in a pretty small town was killed the other day uh, by someone who was in the country illegally very unfortunate situation but Of course, the dude in the White House jumped out. This is why we need border security. But the murders that are committed by uh, illegal immigrants compared to the murders that are committed by people that live here or that are here legally, there's no comparison. So you don't want to do anything about the mass shootings we've had that were committed by mostly white guys. Um you never address that, but let an illegal immigrant commit a crime. You want to publicize it and politicize it, and it's just not fair. Um, So let's talk about all crime uh, committed by blacks, whites, anybody. Crime is crime, but don't politicize one and not worry about the other just to get your way. Um, That's not what politics are for, and we need better leadership in that role. Um, And for the dude in the White House to say he's tweeting that, Most of the people in the government who aren't working right now because of the shutdown are Democrats. There's zero facts of that. I don't see how people allow this dude to just throw out these random um, numbers and ideas and no facts behind them. They don't even question him about it. That's just very irresponsible, but he will say anything... Uh, He will continue to lie just to try to get his point across to his base because that's the only thing he cares about his his base and Fox News and what they think of him. So I think I addressed that on the last podcast about Fox News basically um, dictates what goes on in the White House. So for him to say that it's mostly Democrats uh, that are affected by the shutdown, that's just asinine. And also, he made a surprise visit to Iraq, finally. Um, And that's probably one of the best things he's done. But in something that should have been a positive, he made it a negative. He tweeted a picture of himself with SEAL Team 5. This is a covert group. You're never supposed to know who they are. But he tweeted a picture of them, you know, in their army fatigues. They had the uh, night vision goggles on but their faces are exposed. And he tweeted a picture of these men who risked their lives um, undercover to make America safe. So how irresponsible is that? But you don't hear a lot about that in the the news. That's not made a big deal out of, but if President Obama or any other president or high-ranking Democratic official had done the same thing, all hell would break loose. So I just hate the hypocrisy that's going on right now. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, But until this dude is impeached or whatever the case may be, as long as he's still there, we're going to continue to have the hypocrisy and the idiocy in that position. Uh, And last but not least, this week's verbal Middle Finger for the week, I actually have two. Uh, The first one goes to The employees at the Doubletree Hotel in Portland, Oregon, who called the police on a black man sitting in the lobby, taking a phone call, talking to his mom. He had a room there. He had his room key. But the police came and said he was loitering and he had to leave. And they didn't refund his money. They allowed him to go to his room to retrieve his things, kicked him out of the hotel for no apparent reason, um, and didn't even give him his money back for the room he had paid for. So, verbal middle finger to you. I'm tired of this stuff. I mean, this, call it profiling or whatever you want to call it, it makes no sense. But it just seems like it continues to happen to minorities. And the second verbal middle finger goes to Huntington Bank uh, in Ohio, who called the police on the young man, cashing his first paycheck. Apparently, they thought the paycheck was fake and that it was too much. They called the police on him. The police came, handcuffed him. They had to call his employer and verify the amount of money that he made and that the check was real just because the dude, just because they thought the check was too much for him. So verbal middle finger to y'all dumb asses. Um, unfortunately, from what I've read about the the uh, Doubletree Hotel employees, they've been suspended, but a current, apparently they still have their job. Uh, As far as the Huntington Bank employees, I'm not sure what's happened to them, but I hope they all get fired uh, for this racial profiling over stupid stuff. I don't know when it will stop. We've seen too many people uh, with these issues get fired from their job and it continues to happen. So um, I think as long as we have this type of rhetoric coming from the top, um, where it seems like he's basically allowed or encouraged people to be racist in profile, uh, it's not going to stop, and I've said it before, this is doing generational damage, um, and I don't think we'll see a full recovery in my lifetime, and that's very unfortunate, but that's all for this week, so I hope y'all have a happy new year, and I will definitely be continuing through the new year, so God bless, until next time, peace. What up, people? It is Saturday, December 29th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh, First, I would like to wish everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Um, Hopefully, it was spent with family and friends, or however you choose to spend it. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, I had a very, very good Christmas with the family and my girlfriend, and it was just really relaxing and quiet. We had a quiet time in my parents' house. Uh, It was just my immediate family, which would be um, my mom and dad and my brother and my girlfriend came over for a little bit, but it was just quality time with the family. Uh, That's one of the things I cherish the most. I'm so blessed that I have a pretty close-knit family. I'm really close to my parents, and uh, my brother and I have a really solid, uh, good relationship. And we can just all uh, sit down, have dinner, and just talk, and, and it's never any drama. Uh, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, having my girlfriend over for a little bit, too, was cool. Um, she really gets along with my family. and My parents really love her, too. Uh, so she's basically a part of the family. She's been around, I think we right at seven months now. So, uh, they've grown used to her and accustomed to her being there. So it was just a really, really nice, intimate, quiet time, uh, with the family. Really enjoyed it. Um, one of the cool things for me was I love this time of year because I like giving, uh, which I do throughout the year, but, uh, this time of year, it just it means a lot more to me uh, so my parents and I we exchange gifts my brother uh several years ago he chose not to celebrate Christmas, which is fine. I mean, and when I say celebrate, he didn't want to exchange gifts and that's cool it, it's not an issue with us that's absolutely fine, but my parents and I we still exchange gifts and normally I'll get each parent an individual gift and then I'll get a group gift so. Uh, I got my dad a Groupon for massage, which is something I did for his birthday back in October. And he loved it, so he wanted that again, so I got that done. And I got my mom a gift card to Starbucks, which is, she goes to Starbucks almost every day. Uh, but the group gift, um, I got them tickets to Gladys Knight concert. That's gonna be up at the casino, one of the casinos that's near us. Um, I took a survey on my Facebook page and just asked my friends, would they rather see Patti LaBelle or Gladys Knight? And it was about even, and something just kept pushing me to go to the Gladys Knight concert. I felt that would be a little more intimate for them. Uh, so I went ahead and got them really nice seats uh, for the Gladys Knight concert in April. Uh, come to find out, it just so happens that the concert falls on my parents' 45th anniversary. Um, I, I knew their anniversary was in April. I constantly forget what the specific day is. But, uh, you know, I showed my mom the tickets because the tickets didn't arrive until the day after Christmas. So I showed her the confirmation on my phone, sent her the confirmation email. And she was like, you know, she confirmed the date. I said, yeah, you know, that's the date. And she said, that's our anniversary. So for that to be a, a wonderful Christmas gift as well as the concert being on their 45th anniversary. Uh, it was a double blessing for me because they were very excited about it. They already talking about getting a room at the casino. and uh, spending the night, you know, and they're looking forward to it. Um, I know my dad hates sitting like in the middle of the row, so I was specific to get in seats. So they're right on the end in the B section. Um, and they're just really excited about this. So. It's funny how things tend to work out like that. With that, I chose that specific concert out of three because Lionel Richie is going to be up there also. Um, I was able to pick what I felt was the best one for them and then it fall on the anniversary. Um, so I know they're looking forward to that and it just, it made me happy to see them excited about it because I love doing things for them. Uh, again, we're pretty close family, so... Uh, That really made me happy. Um, Spending time with my girlfriend, too. We had a really nice Christmas. Uh, We opened gifts that morning, and she really loved the gifts that I got her. Uh, A lot of little stuff. Uh, Got her a cowboy's hoodie. Uh, A couple other things. And then, like, she loves butterflies. And her favorite color is purple. And I was able to find her a purple butterfly necklace. Um, It's a sterling silver necklace with a purple butterfly charm on it. She really liked that. Uh, she's been wearing it almost every day since. And she got me some cool stuff too. Uh, my girl is very thoughtful. Um, and a couple of things I specifically asked for, she she got for me and some things I didn't ask for, she got for me. Um, but she had heard me mention in the, in the past. So it was just really nice. Uh, this was the first Christmas I spent with an actual girlfriend in probably five or six years. Um, and that's cool, you know. So we also went to a friend of mine's house, uh, Christmas Eve and hung out with her. And on the way back, um, my girlfriend and I had a very interesting conversation about friendship. Um, sometimes I'm amazed at the differences of opinion on certain things, and one thing I have to realize is that. People's relationships, family structure, and friendships are going to be very different than mine. I'm well aware that having both of my parents still alive for one, I'm 44, so having both my parents still alive and still married uh, is kind of rare these days uh, because my girlfriend's her parents are um, divorced and they both remarried and been remarried for a while. and. You know, I look at the relationship she has with them. And then, um, so my friend's house, we went over. Real sweet girl. She's married. My friend is married. Um, She had invited my girlfriend and I and a couple of people over. And, you know, just hung out. And we just talked about the longevity of our friendship. Uh, Sandy and I have been friends probably over 15 years. We used to work together. Most of my friends I met at work at one of my previous jobs. And Sandy and I used to work together um, about 15 years ago, and we've remained pretty close. And on the way home, my girlfriend and I were talking about um, friendships because I have probably six or seven people I know right off the bat. If I needed anything, I don't care what it is, night or day, they would be there for me. And I'm blessed to have those people in my life. They've been there for a long time. Uh, They've proven to be there whenever I need something. And I'm there for them as well. And I was just asking my girlfriend, you know, if something happened and I wasn't available, who would you call? And she has one friend that she's been friends with for a long time that she considers her best friend. But they only talk maybe once every two to three weeks. And that just surprised me. You know and I know you have relationships like that because everybody has a life and things go on, but you know, I just and there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I treat my friendships, I think back in 07, my best friend Randy passed away. And that hit me pretty hard. Randy was like a brother to me. Uh I had known him since, you know, ten or eleven years old. We went to the same church. We sang in the choir together. Uh, He used to live around the corner from me uh, when we both moved out and got our own places and We used to go to the club together, hang out together all the time. And he passed away. Um, I went to the hospital a couple of days before he passed, and he was in a coma. And I remember holding his hand, telling him I love him, and he squeezed my hand. And so that was an indication to me that he heard me. And that always gave me a sense of peace knowing that he knew how i felt and once he passed away it changed my views on friendship um you know it made me want to cherish those people in those relationships even more so i always try to make sure the people that i'm close to that have truly had my back i try to let them know you know that i care about them that i love them i got their back Uh, because I don't want anything to happen to myself or to them and leave anything unsaid. So all of the people that I'm close to, they know where they stand with me. They know how I feel about them. So I take my friendships extremely seriously Um, and not to say my girlfriend doesn't. It's just a shame. I wish she had more friends because everybody needs an outlet be able to express opinions or talk to or just have a shoulder to lean on because i may not always be there for her and i want her to be able to have somebody to talk to or if she's mad at me i want her to be able to go to somebody else to express those feelings um if she needs to get a difference of opinion you know what have you i want her to be able to do that so i encourage her to um last friday she had or the friday before last she had uh an outing with some women from her church. It's a women's group. I encouraged her to go. And she went and she had a good time. And I want her to have a life outside of me. We both need to have other interests outside of each other and keep our individuality. So I encourage that with her. Uh, because sometimes, you know, she has a lot of stuff going on and I can give her my opinion, but I can't relate to her situation because I don't have any biological kids. Um, so, some of the things she's dealing with, I can't relate to. I can just give her my opinion, but my opinion may not be the best one because I've never dealt with her situation. So, I always encourage her to, you know, if you have some friends that you really care about, reach out to them, you know, build those relationships and because it's a good thing. Um, yeah, sometimes it can come along with drama, but any of my friends... Uh, that I consider my friends, my good friends, that I've known for years, they know I don't care what it is. Um, If it's something, a situation I'm not fond of, I'll give them my opinion, but I'll still be there for them. I may not necessarily support some of their actions, but I will still have their back though. So I just think uh, friendships are important. Having people in your life that you can trust, um, that's an important thing. So we just had a very interesting conversation about that. Um, And also, I just look at, you know, her relationship with her family compared to mine. um, It's just very different. You know, I'm blessed that I have a close family, that we don't have any drama, that I do feel like we're just good people and we always try to do what's best. Um, And the big thing is just to know drama. You know, my parents can go out of town and I'll take care of, you know, go check on the house and different things and they come back home the same way. The house is the same way they left it. You know, I don't want anything from my parents. Um, I don't have any expectations of my parents, you know, especially to take care of me financially or anything like that. I don't, you know, I, I'm grown. They've taught me to be independent. And I've just seen differences with um, some of my friends and uh, even relatives. You know, so many grown people are so dependent on their parents, even in their 40s. and Sometimes that may be necessary, but when you're an adult and you're capable of working, but you just mismanage your finances, you know, it's, it's just interesting to me, you know, to see that happen. And, you know, it, it, everybody has a reason for the things that they do, uh, but I'm just glad my parents raised me to be independent. Uh, before I moved out of my parents' house, I was paying them rent. I had my own car note, I had credit card bills, I had my own phone. So I was used to paying bills before I moved out of the house. So when I moved out, some of my bills just went up, but I was used to paying them. So they made me learn that responsibility from a young age. And I just wish more people did that these days. Um, Because I think the generation that's being raised now, uh, they're in trouble so many things are given to them, they don't understand, like, not having cable in your bedroom, I didn't get cable until, in my bedroom, until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s, you know, I didn't get a cell phone until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s, and at that time, it was a plan where, you know, you had 300 anytime minutes and, you know, rollover minutes, that kind of stuff, Kids nowadays don't understand that. You know, they have smartphones and they unlimited data and text messages and all that stuff. They don't have to worry about that. Man, I mean, thank God they don't because I don't know how they would fare if they did. But I think kids nowadays are just spoiled and and parents are spoiling them. So, um, if I do have a child, I just I want to teach my child responsibility from a young age. Uh, I would definitely you know, do things for them, but I I just want them, I want, I would want to raise a good productive member of society that's not spoiled, Uh, I just can't do that, Um, but anyway, enough of that, Um, since I've been off, I've definitely been enjoying my downtime, Uh, it has been relaxing, it's given me a chance to rejuvenate myself. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this movie on Netflix, Bird Box, with Sandra Bullock. So I happened to watch that yesterday, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes and funny pictures about Bird Box, but uh, it was interesting. Um, On a scale of 1 to 5, I would give it a 3. I mean, I think it's worth watching some people thought it was scary, I didn't necessarily think it was scary, but, and I won't go into a lot of detail right now, because, um, it's still fairly new, and some people may want to watch it, but, uh, in a later podcast, I'll address it more, what my issues with the movie was, but I'm finding that Netflix, it seems like they're pumping out a lot of original content, kind of just to pump out content, uh, I think Bird Box was shot very well, but I think the storyline could have been a little better. Uh, There could have been a little more depth to the characters. And some of the other original movies they have, I feel the same way about. They have a good cast. It was one movie with Forrest Whitaker. I don't recall the name of it, but it was horrible. The movie itself was horrible. The production of it was nice, but the plot just, it did make sense to me. So it just seems like they're just pumping our content just to have content out there. Uh, But I'm gonna find a couple more things to binge watch while I'm off. I still have about four or five days left on vacation before I have to go back. So uh, I just wanna relax and make the best of it. Fortunately tonight, I get to go play poker, which is my favorite thing to do. So I'll head out in a couple of hours and go do that. Hopefully win a little money. And I may go to the casino at some point, too. Um, maybe New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Just head up for a few hours and play uh, up there. But, again, that's that's what I do to relax. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I guess I need to talk about some of the news items that's going on. Uh, the government shut down. I think we're in day six or seven. Uh, it's just ridiculous. The whole reason this shut down because of this stupid wall. is is so ridiculous Um, to have over 800,000 people go without pay because somebody is being petty uh, is ridiculous over this one thing. And I know there have been bipartisan support for a spending bill to fund the government just without the wall. And he's throwing this little timber tantrum saying no. Um, And the interesting thing is just reading comments uh, on Facebook, because that's the only social media I have. It, it It's amazing that the thought process of some people, but I like getting the perspective from other people just to see how other people think. And for instance, with um, a police officer in a pretty small town was killed the other day uh, by someone who was in the country illegally. Very unfortunate situation, but... Of course, the dude in the White House jumped out. This is why we need border security. But the murders that are committed by uh, illegal immigrants compared to the murders that are committed by people that live here or that are here legally, there's no comparison. So you don't want to do anything about the mass shootings we've had that were committed by mostly white guys. Um you never address that. But let an illegal immigrant commit a crime. You want to publicize it and politicize it. And it's just not fair. Um, So let's talk about all crime uh, committed by blacks, whites, anybody. Crime is crime. But don't politicize one and not worry about the other. Just to get your way. Um, That's not what politics are for. And we need better leadership in that role. Um, And for the dude in the White House to say, he's tweeting that, most of the people in the government who aren't working right now because of the shutdown are Democrats. There's zero facts to that. I don't see how people allow this dude to just throw out these random um, numbers and ideas and no facts behind them. They don't even question him about it. That's just very irresponsible, but he will say anything... Uh, he will continue to lie just to try to get his point across to his base because that's the only thing he cares about his his base and Fox News and what they think of him. So I think I addressed that on the last podcast about Fox News basically um, dictates what goes on in the White House. So for him to say that it's mostly Democrats uh, that are affected by the shutdown, that's just asinine. And also, he made a surprise visit to Iraq, finally. Um, and that's probably one of the best things he had done. But in something that should have been a positive, he made it a negative. He tweeted a picture of himself with SEAL Team 5. This is a covert group. You're never supposed to know who they are. But he tweeted a picture of them, you know, in their army fatigues. They had the uh, night vision goggles on, but their faces are exposed. And he tweeted a picture of these men who risked their lives um, undercover to make America safe. So how irresponsible is that? But you don't hear a lot about that in the, in the news. That's not made a big deal out of But if President Obama or any other president or high-ranking Democratic official had done the same thing, all hell would break loose. So I just hate the hypocrisy that's going on right now. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, But until this dude is impeached or whatever the case may be, as long as he's still there, we're going to continue to have the hypocrisy and the idiocy in that position. Uh, And last but not least, this week's verbal Middle Finger for the week, I actually have two. Uh, The first one goes to The employees at the Doubletree Hotel in Portland, Oregon, who called the police on a black man sitting in the lobby, taking a phone call, talking to his mom. He had a room there. He had his room key. But the police came and said he was loitering and he had to leave. And they didn't refund his money. They allowed him to go to his room to retrieve his things, kicked him out of the hotel for no apparent reason, um, and didn't even give him his money back for the room he had paid for. So, verbal middle finger to you. I'm tired of this stuff. I mean, this, call it profiling or whatever you want to call it, it makes no sense. But it just seems like it continues to happen to minorities. And the second verbal middle finger goes to Huntington Bank uh, in Ohio, who called the police on the young man, cashing his first paycheck. Apparently, they thought the paycheck was fake and that it was too much. They called the police on him. The police came handcuffed him, they had to call his employer and verify the amount of money that he made and that the check was real just because the dude, just because they thought the check was too much for him. So verbal middle finger to y'all dumb asses. Um, unfortunately from what I've read about the the uh, Doubletree Hotel employees they've been suspended but a current, apparently they still have their job. Uh, As far as the Huntington Bank employees, I'm not sure what's happened to them, but I hope they all get fired uh, for this racial profiling over stupid stuff. I don't know when it will stop. We've seen too many people uh, with these issues get fired from their job and it continues to happen. So um, I think as long as we have this type of rhetoric coming from the top, um, where it seems like he's basically allowed or encouraged people to Be racist in profile. uh, It's not going to stop. And I've said it before. This is doing generational damage. um, And I don't think we'll see a full recovery in my lifetime. And that's very unfortunate. But that's all for this week. So I hope y'all have a happy new year. And I will definitely be continuing through the new year. So God bless. Until next time. Peace. What up, people? It is Saturday, December 29th. My name is B-Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast. Uh, First, I would like to wish everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Um, Hopefully, it was spent with family and friends, or however you choose to spend it. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, I had a very, very good Christmas with the family and my girlfriend, and it was just really relaxing and quiet. We had a quiet time at my parents' house. Uh, it was just my immediate family, which would be um, my mom and dad and my brother and my girlfriend came over for a little bit, but it was just quality time with the family. Uh, that's one of the things I cherish the most. I'm so blessed that I have a pretty close-knit family. I'm really close to my parents and uh, my brother and I have a really solid, uh, good relationship. And we can just all uh, sit down, have dinner and just talking and, and it's never any drama. Uh, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, having my girlfriend over for a little bit too was cool. Um, she really gets along with my family. and My parents really love her too. Uh, so she's basically a part of the family. She's been around, I think we right at seven months now. So, uh, they've grown used to her and accustomed to her being there. So it was just a really, really nice, intimate, quiet time, uh, with the family. Really enjoyed it. Um, one of the cool things for me was I love this time of year because I like giving, uh, which I do throughout the year, but, uh. This time of year, it just it means a lot more to me, uh, so my parents and I, we exchange gifts. My brother, uh, several years ago, he chose not to celebrate Christmas, which is fine. I mean, and when I say celebrate, he didn't want to exchange gifts, and that's cool. It, it's not an issue with us, that's absolutely fine, but my parents and I, we still exchange gifts, and normally, I'll get each parent an individual gift, and then I'll get a group gift. So. Uh, I got my dad a Groupon for massage, which is something I did for his birthday back in October, and he loved it, so he wanted that again, so I got that done, and I got my mom a gift card to Starbucks, which is, she goes to Starbucks almost every day, Uh, but their group gift, um, I got them tickets to Gladys Knight Concert, that's going to be up at the casino, one of the casinos that's near us. I had took a survey on my Facebook page and just asked my friends, would they rather see Patty LaBelle or Gladys Knight? And it was about even, and something just kept pushing me to go to the Gladys Knight concert. I felt that would be a little more intimate for them. Uh, So I went ahead and got them really nice seats uh, for the Gladys Knight concert in April. Uh, Come to find out, it just so happens that the concert falls on my parents' 45th anniversary. Um, I I knew their anniversary was in April. I constantly forget what the specific day is. But, uh, you know, I showed my mom the tickets because the tickets didn't arrive until the day after Christmas. So I showed her the confirmation on my phone, sent her the confirmation email. And she was like, you know, she confirmed the date. I said, yeah, you know, that's the date. And she said, that's our anniversary. So for that to be a, a wonderful Christmas gift as well as the concert being on their 45th anniversary, Uh, It was a double blessing for me because they were very excited about it. They already talked about getting a room at the casino uh, and spending the night, you know, and they're looking forward to it. Um, I know my dad hates sitting like in the middle of the row, so I was specific to get in seats, so they're right on the end in the B section, Um, and they're just really excited about this, so... It's funny how things tend to work out like that. With that, I chose that specific concert out of three because Lionel Richie is going to be up there also. Um, I was able to pick what I felt was the best one for them and then it fall on the anniversary. Um, So I know they're looking forward to that and it just, it made me happy to see them excited about it because I love doing things for them. Uh, Again, we're pretty close family so uh that really made me happy um spending time with my girlfriend too we had a really nice christmas uh we opened gifts that morning and she really loved the gifts that i got her uh a lot of little stuff uh got her a cowboy's hoodie uh, a couple of other things and then like she loves butterflies and her favorite color is purple and i was able to find her a purple butterfly necklace um it's a sterling silver necklace with a purple butterfly charm on it. She really liked that. Uh, she's been wearing it almost every day since. And she got me some cool stuff too. Uh, my girl is very thoughtful. Um, and a couple of things I specifically asked for, she she got for me and some things I didn't ask for, she got for me. Um, but she had heard me mention in the, in the past. So it was just really nice. Uh, this was the first Christmas I spent with an actual girlfriend. and probably five or six years Um, and that's cool you know we also went to a friend of mine's house uh, Christmas Eve and hung out with her and on the way back um, my girlfriend and I had a very interesting conversation about friendship Um, sometimes I'm amazed at the differences of opinion on certain things. And one thing I have to realize is that people's relationships, family structure, and friendships are gonna be very different than mine. I'm well aware that having both of my parents still alive for one, I'm 44, so having both my parents still alive and still married uh, is kind of rare these days uh, because my girlfriend's her parents are um, divorced and they both remarried and been remarried for a while. and you know i look at the relationship she has with them and then um so my friend's house we went over real sweet girl she's married my friend is married um she had invited my girlfriend and i and a couple of people over and you know just hung out and we just talked about the longevity of our friendship uh sandy and i have been friends probably over 15 years we used to work together most of my friends i met at work at one of my previous jobs and Sandy and I used to work together um, about 15 years ago, and we've remained pretty close. And on the way home, my girlfriend and I were talking about um, friendships because I have probably six or seven people I know right off the bat. If I needed anything, I don't care what it is, night or day, they will be there for me. And I'm blessed to have those people in my life. They've been there for a long time. Uh, They've proven to be there whenever I need something. And I'm there for them as well. And I was just asking my girlfriend, you know, if something happened and I wasn't available, who would you call? And she has one friend that she's been friends with for a long time that she considers her best friend. But they only talk maybe once every two to three weeks. And that just surprised me. You know and I know you have relationships like that because everybody has a life and things go on, but you know, I just and there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I treat my friendships, I think back in 07, my best friend Randy passed away, and that hit me pretty hard. Randy was like a brother to me, uh, I had known him since you know 10 or 11 years old. We went to the same church, we sang in the choir together. Uh, he used to live around the corner from me uh, when we both moved out and got our own places And We used to go to the club together, hang out together all the time. And we he, he passed away. Um, I went to the hospital a couple of days before he passed and he was in a coma. And I remember holding his hand, telling him I love him and he squeezed my hand. And so that was an indication to me that he heard me. And that always gave me a sense of peace knowing that he knew how I felt. And once he passed away, It changed my views on friendship. Um, You know, it made me want to cherish those people in those relationships even more. So I always try to make sure the people that I'm close to, they have truly had my back. I try to let them know, you know, that I care about them, that I love them, I got their back. uh, Because I don't want anything to happen to myself or to them and leave anything unsaid. So... All of the people that I'm close to, they know where they stand with me. They know how I feel about them. So I take my friendships extremely seriously. Um, And not to say my girlfriend doesn't. It's just a shame. I wish she had more friends because everybody needs an outlet um, to be able to express opinions or talk to or just have a shoulder to lean on because I may not always be there for her. And i want her to be able to have somebody to talk to or if she's mad at me i want her to be able to go to somebody else to express those feelings um if she needs to get a difference of opinion you know what have you i want her to be able to do that so i encourage her to um last friday she had or the friday before last she had uh an outing with some women from her church it's a women's group i encouraged her to go and she went and she had a good time and I want her to have a life outside of me. We both need to have other interests outside of each other and keep our individuality. So I encourage that with her Uh, because sometimes, you know, she has a lot of stuff going on and I can give her my opinion, but I can't relate to her situation because I don't have any biological kids. So, some of the things she's dealing with, I can't relate to. I can just give her my opinion, but my opinion may not be the best one because I've never dealt with her situation. So, I always encourage her to, you know, if you have some friends that you really care about, reach out to them, you know, build those relationships because it's a good thing. Um, Yeah, sometimes it can come along with drama, but any of my friends... Uh, that I consider my friends, my good friends, that I've known for years, they know I don't care what it is. Um, If it's something, a situation I'm not fond of, I'll give them my opinion, but I'll still be there for them. I may not necessarily support some of their actions, but I will still have their back though. So I just think uh, friendships are important. Having people in your life that you can trust, um, that's an important thing. So we just had a very interesting conversation about that. Um, And also, I just look at, you know, her relationship with her family compared to mine. um, It's just very different. You know, I'm blessed that I have a close family, that we don't have any drama, that I do feel like we're just good people and we always try to do what's best. Um, And the big thing is just to know drama. You know, my parents can go out of town and I'll take care of, you know, go check on the house and different things and they come back home the same way. The house is the same way they left it. You know, I don't want anything from my parents. Um, I don't have any expectations of my parents, you know, especially to take care of me financially or anything like that, I don't, you know, I, I'm i grown, they've taught me to be independent and I've just seen differences with um, some of my friends and uh, even relatives. You know, so many grown people are so dependent on their parents, even in their 40s, and sometimes that may be necessary, but when you're an adult and you're capable of working, but you just mismanage your finances, you know, it's it's just interesting to me, you know, to see that happen. And, you know, everybody has a reason for the things that they do. Uh, But I'm just glad my parents raised me to be independent. Uh, Before I moved out of my parents' house, I was paying them rent I had my own car note, I had credit card bills, I had my own phone. So I was used to paying bills before I moved out of the house. So when I moved out, some of my bills just went up, but I was used to paying them. So they made me learn the responsibility from a young age. And I just wish more people did that these days. Um, because I think that generation that's being raised now, uh, they're in trouble. So many things are given to them they don't understand, like, not having cable in your bedroom. I didn't get cable until in my bedroom until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s. You know, I didn't get a cell phone until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s. And at that time, it was a plan where, you know, you had 300 anytime minutes and, you know, rollover minutes, that kind of stuff. Kids nowadays don't understand that. You know they have smartphones and they unlimited data and text messages and all that stuff. They don't have to worry about that. And I mean, thank God they don't because I don't know how they would fare if they did. But I think kids nowadays are just spoiled and and parents are spoiling them. So um, if I do have a child, I just I want to teach my child responsibility from a young age. Uh, I would definitely you know, do things for them, but I I just want them, I want, I would want to raise a good productive member of society that's not spoiled, Uh, I just can't do that, Um, but anyway, enough of that, Um, since I've been off, I've definitely been enjoying my downtime, Uh, it has been relaxing, it's given me a chance to rejuvenate myself. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this movie on Netflix, Bird Box, with Sandra Bullock. So I happened to watch that yesterday, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes and funny pictures about Bird Box, but uh, it was interesting. Um, On a scale of one to five, I would give it a three. I mean, I think it's worth watching some people thought it was scary, I didn't necessarily think it was scary, but, and I won't go into a lot of detail right now, because, um, it's still fairly new, and some people may want to watch it, but, uh, in a later podcast, I'll address it more, what my issues with the movie was, but I'm finding that Netflix, it seems like they're pumping out a lot of original content, kind of just to pump out content, uh, I think Bird Box was shot very well, but I think the storyline could have been a little better. Uh, That could have been a little more depth to the characters. And some of the other original movies they have, I feel the same way about. They have a good cast. It was one movie with Forrest Whitaker. I don't recall the name of it, but it was horrible. The movie itself was horrible. The production of it was nice, but the plot just, it did make sense to me. So it just seems like they're just pumping our content just to have content out there. Uh, But I'm gonna find a couple of more things to binge watch while I'm off. I still have about four or five days left on vacation before I have to go back. So uh, I just wanna relax and make the best of it. Fortunately tonight, I get to go play poker, which is my favorite thing to do. So I'll head out in a couple of hours and go do that. Hopefully win a little money. And I may go to the casino at some point, too. Um, maybe New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Just head up for a few hours and play uh, up there. But, again, that's that's what I do to relax. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I guess I need to talk about some of the news items that's going on. Uh, the government shut down. I think we're in day six or seven. Uh, it's just ridiculous. The whole reason it shut down because of this stupid wall. Is, is so ridiculous um, to have over 800,000 people go without pay because somebody's being petty uh, is ridiculous over this one thing. And I know there have been bipartisan support for a spending bill to fund the government just without the wall. And he's throwing this little temper tantrum saying no. Um, and the interesting thing is just reading comments Uh, on Facebook, because that's the only social media I have. It's amazing that the thought process of some people, but I like getting the perspective from other people just to see how other people think. And for instance, with um, a police officer in a pretty small town was killed the other day uh, by someone who was in the country illegally. Very unfortunate situation, but... Of course, the dude in the White House jumped out. This is why we need border security. But the murders that are committed by uh, illegal immigrants compared to the murders that are committed by people that live here or that are here legally, there's no comparison. So you don't want to do anything about the mass shootings we've had that were committed by mostly white guys. Um you never address that. But let an illegal immigrant commit a crime. You want to publicize it and politicize it. And it's just not fair. Um, so let's talk about all crime uh, committed by blacks, whites, anybody. Crime is crime. But don't politicize one and not worry about the others Just to get your way. Um, that's not what politics are for. And we need better leadership in that role. Um, and for the dude in the White House to say, he's tweeting that, most of the people in the government who aren't working right now because of the shutdown are Democrats. There's zero facts to that. I don't see how people allow this dude to just throw out these random um, numbers and ideas and no facts behind them. They don't even question him about it. That's just very irresponsible, but he will say anything... Uh, he will continue to lie just to try to get his point across to his base because that's the only thing he cares about his his base and Fox News and what they think of him. So I think I addressed that on the last podcast about Fox News basically um, dictates what goes on in the White House. So for him to say that it's mostly Democrats uh, that are affected by the shutdown, that's just asinine. And also, he made a surprise visit to Iraq, finally. Um, and that's probably one of the best things he's done. But in something that should have been a positive, he made it a negative. He tweeted a picture of himself with SEAL Team 5. This is a covert group. You're never supposed to know who they are. But he tweeted a picture of them, you know, in their army fatigues. They had the uh, night vision goggles on, but their faces are exposed. And he tweeted a picture of these men who risked their lives um, undercover to make America safe. So how irresponsible is that? But you don't hear a lot about that in the the news. That's not made a big deal out of. But if President Obama or any other president or high-ranking Democratic official had done the same thing, all hell would break loose. So I just hate the hypocrisy that's going on right now. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, But until this dude is impeached or whatever the case may be, as long as he's still there, we're going to continue to have the hypocrisy and the idiocy in that position. Uh, And last but not least, this week's verbal Middle Finger for the week, I actually have two. Uh, The first one goes to the employees at the Double Tree Hotel in Portland, Oregon who called the police on a black man sitting in the lobby taking a phone call talking to his mom he had a room there, he had his room key but the police came and said he was loitering and he had to leave and they didn't refund his money, they allowed him to go to his room to retrieve his things kicked him out of the hotel for no apparent reason um, and didn't even give him his money back for the room he had paid for So, verbal middle finger to you. I'm tired of this stuff. I mean, this, call it profiling or whatever you want to call it, it makes no sense. But it just seems like it continues to happen to minorities. And the second verbal middle finger goes to Huntington Bank uh, in Ohio, who called the police on the young man cashing his first paycheck. Apparently, they thought the paycheck was fake and that it was too much they called the police on him the police came handcuffed him they had to call his employer and verify the amount of money that he made and that the check was real just because the dude just because they thought the check was too much for him so verbal middle finger to y'all dumbasses um unfortunately from what i've read about the the uh, double tree hotel employees they've been suspended but apparently they still have their job Uh, As far as the Huntington Bank employees, I'm not sure what's happened to them, but I hope they all get fired uh, for this racial profiling over stupid stuff. I don't know when it will stop. We've seen too many people uh, with these issues get fired from their job and it continues to happen. So um, I think as long as we have this type of rhetoric coming from the top, um, where it seems like he's basically allowed or encouraged people to be racist in profile, uh, it's not going to stop, and I've said it before, this is doing generational damage, um, and I don't think we'll see a full recovery in my lifetime, and that's very unfortunate, but that's all for this week, so I hope y'all have a happy new year, and I will definitely be continuing through the new year, so God bless, until next time, peace. What up, people? It is Saturday, December 29th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast. Uh, First, I would like to wish everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Um, Hopefully, it was spent with family and friends, or however you choose to spend it. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, I had a very, very good Christmas with the family and my girlfriend, and it was just really relaxing and quiet. We had a quiet time in my parents' house. Uh, it was just my immediate family, which would be um, my mom and dad and my brother and my girlfriend came over for a little bit, but it was just quality time with the family. Uh, that's one of the things I cherish the most. I'm so blessed that I have a pretty close-knit family. I'm really close to my parents, and uh, my brother and I have a really solid, uh, good relationship. And we can just all uh, sit down, have dinner, and just talk, and, and it's never any drama. Uh, so I definitely appreciate that. Um, having my girlfriend over for a little bit, too, was cool. Um, she really gets along with my family. and My parents really love her, too. Uh, so she's basically a part of the family. She's been around, I think we right at seven months now. So, uh, they've grown used to her and accustomed to her being there. So it was just a really, really nice, intimate, quiet time, uh, with the family. Really enjoyed it. Um, one of the cool things for me was I love this time of year because I like giving, uh, which I do throughout the year, but, uh, this time of year, is just, it means a lot more to me. Uh, so, my parents and I, we exchange gifts. My brother, uh, several years ago, he chose not to celebrate Christmas, which is fine. I mean, and when I say celebrate, he didn't want to exchange gifts, and that's cool. It, it's not an issue with us, that's absolutely fine. But my parents and I, we still exchange gifts. And normally, I'll get each parent an individual gift, and then I'll get a group gift. So. Uh, I got my dad a Groupon for massage, which is something I did for his birthday back in October. And he loved it, so he wanted that again, so I got that done. And I got my mom a gift card to Starbucks, which is she goes to Starbucks almost every day. Uh, but their group gift, um, I got them tickets to Gladys Knight concert. That's going to be up at the casino, one of the casinos that's near us. Um, I had took a survey on my Facebook page and just asked my friends would they rather see Patti LaBelle or Gladys Knight, and it was about even, and something just kept pushing me to go to the Gladys Knight concert. I felt that would be a little more intimate for them, Um, so I went ahead and got them really nice seats uh, for the Gladys Knight concert in April. Uh, Come to find out, it just so happens that the concert falls on my parents' 45th anniversary um i i knew their anniversary was in april i constantly forget what the specific day is but uh you know i showed my mom the tickets because the tickets didn't arrive until the day after christmas so i showed her the confirmation on my phone sent her the confirmation email and she was like you know she confirmed the date i said yeah you know that's the date and she said that's our anniversary so for that to be a, a wonderful christmas gift as well as the concert being on their 45th anniversary Uh, it was a double blessing for me, because they were very excited about it, they already talked about getting a room at the casino, uh, and spending the night, you know, and they're looking forward to it, Um, I know my dad hates sitting, like, in the middle of the row, so I was specific to get in seats, so they're right on the end, in the B section, Um, and they're just really excited about this, so It's funny how things tend to work out like that with that. I chose that specific concert out of three because Lionel Richie is gonna be up there also. Um, I was able to pick what I felt was the best one for them and then it fall on the anniversary. Um, So I know they're looking forward to that and it just, it made me happy to see them excited about it because I love doing things for them. Uh, Again, we're pretty close family. So uh, that really made me happy. Um, spending time with my girlfriend, too, we had a really nice Christmas, uh, we opened gifts that morning, and she really loved the gifts that I got her, uh, a lot of little stuff, uh, got her a cowboy's hoodie, uh, a couple of other things, and then, like, she loves butterflies, and her favorite color is purple, and I was able to find her a purple butterfly necklace, um, it's a sterling silver necklace with a purple butterfly charm on it. She really liked that. Uh, she's been wearing it almost every day since. And she got me some cool stuff too. Uh, my girl is very thoughtful. Um, and a couple of things I specifically asked for, she she got for me and some things I didn't ask for, she got for me, um, but she had heard me mention in the, in the past. So it was just really nice. Uh, this was the first Christmas I spent with an actual girlfriend in probably five or six years. Um, And that's cool. You know, we also went to a friend of mine's house uh, Christmas Eve and hung out with her. And on the way back, um, my girlfriend and I had a very interesting conversation about friendship. Um, Sometimes I'm amazed at the differences of opinion on certain things. And one thing I have to realize is that people's relationships, family structure, and friendships are going to be very different than mine. I'm well aware that having both of my parents still alive for one, I'm 44, having both my parents still alive and still married, is kind of rare these days uh, because my girlfriend's her parents are um, divorced and they both remarried and been remarried for a while. And you know, I look at the relationship she has with them and then, um, so my friend's house we went over, Really sweet girl, she's married, my friend is married, um, she had invited my girlfriend and I and a couple of people over and, you know, just hung out and we just talked about the longevity of our friendship. Uh, Sandy and I have been friends probably over 15 years. We used to work together, most of my friends I met at work at one of my previous jobs And Sandy and I used to work together um, about 15 years ago, and we've remained pretty close. And on the way home, my girlfriend and I were talking about um, friendships because I have probably six or seven people I know right off the bat. If I needed anything, I don't care what it is, night or day, they would be there for me. And I'm blessed to have those people in my life. They've been there for a long time. Uh, They've proven to be there whenever I need something. And I'm there for them as well. And I was just asking my girlfriend, you know, if something happened and I wasn't available, who would you call? And she has one friend that she's been friends with for a long time that she considers her best friend. But they only talk maybe once every two to three weeks. And that just surprised me you know, and I know you have relationships like that because everybody has a life and things go on, but, you know, I just, and there's nothing wrong with that, but the way I treat my friendships, I think back in 07, my best friend Randy passed away, and that hit me pretty hard, Randy was like a brother to me, Uh, I had known him since, you know, 10 or 11 years old, we went to the same church, we sang in the choir together, uh, he used to live around the corner from me uh, when we both moved out and got our own places and We used to go to the club together, hang out together all the time. And we, he, he passed away. Um, I went to the hospital a couple of days before he passed, and he was in a coma. And I remember holding his hand, telling him I love him, and he squeezed my hand. And so that was an indication to me that he heard me. And that always gave me a sense of peace knowing that he knew how i felt and once he passed away it changed my views on friendship um, you know it made me want to cherish those people in those relationships even more so i always try to make sure the people that i'm close to that have truly had my back i try to let them know you know that i care about them that i love them i got their back Uh, because I don't want anything to happen to myself or to them and leave anything unsaid. So all of the people that I'm close to, they know where they stand with me. They know how I feel about them. So I take my friendships extremely seriously. Um, And not to say my girlfriend doesn't. It's just a shame. I wish she had more friends because everybody needs an outlet um, to be able to express opinions or talk to or just have a shoulder to lean on because I may not always be there for her and I want her to be able to have somebody to talk to or if she's mad at me I want her to be able to go to somebody else to express those feelings um if she needs to get a difference of opinion you know what have you I want her to be able to do that so I encourage her to um last Friday she had or the Friday before last she had uh an outing with some women from her church. It's a women's group. I encouraged her to go. And she went and she had a good time. And I want her to have a life outside of me. We both need to have other interests outside of each other and keep our individuality. So I encourage that with her. Uh, because sometimes, you know, she has a lot of stuff going on and I can give her my opinion, but I can't relate to her situation because I don't have any biological kids. Um, so, some of the things she's dealing with, I can't relate to. I can just give her my opinion, but my opinion may not be the best one because I've never dealt with her situation. So, I always encourage her to, you know, if you have some friends that you really care about, reach out to them, you know, build those relationships and because it's a good thing. Um, yeah, sometimes it can come along with drama, but any of my friends uh, that I consider my friends, my good friends that I've known for years... They know I don't care what it is. Um, If it's something, a situation I'm not fond of, I'll give them my opinion, but I'll still be there for them. I may not necessarily support some of their actions, but I will still have their back, though. So I just think uh, friendships are important. Having people in your life that you can trust, um, that's an important thing. So we just had a very interesting conversation about that. Um, And also, I just look at, you know, her relationship with her family compared to mine um, it's just very different you know I'm blessed that I have a close family that we don't have any drama that I do feel like we're just good people and we always try to do what's best um and the big thing is just to no know drama you know my parents can go out of town and I'll take care of you know go check on the house and different things and they come back home the same way the house is the same way they left it you know I don't want anything for my parents um I don't have any expectations of my parents, you know, especially to take care of me financially or anything like that. I don't, you know, I'm grown. They've taught me to be independent. And I've just seen differences with um, some of my friends and uh, even relatives. You know, so many grown people are so dependent on their parents, even in their 40s. And Sometimes that may be necessary, but when you're an adult and you're capable of working, but you just mismanage your finances, you know, it's it's just interesting to me, you know, to see that happen. And, you know, everybody has a reason for the things that they do, Uh, but I'm just glad my parents raised me to be independent. Uh, Before I moved out of my parents' house, I was paying them rent. I had my own car note, I had credit card bills, I had my own phone. So I was used to paying bills before I moved out of the house. So when I moved out, some of my bills just went up, but I was used to paying them. So they made me learn the responsibility from a young age. And I just wish more people did that these days. Um, because I think that generation that's being raised now, uh, they're in trouble so many things are given to them, they don't understand, like, not having cable in your bedroom, I didn't get cable until, in my bedroom, until I was out on my own, paying for myself, in my early 20s, you know, I didn't get a cell phone until I was out on my own, paying for myself, in my early 20s, and at that time, it was a plan where, you know, you had 300 anytime minutes, and you know, rollover minutes, that kind of stuff. Kids nowadays don't understand that. You know, they have smartphones and they unlimited data and text messages and all that stuff. They don't have to worry about that. And, I mean, thank God they don't because I don't know how they would fare if they did. But I think kids nowadays are just spoiled and and parents are spoiling them. So, um, if I do have a child, I I want to teach my child responsibility from a young age Uh, I would definitely, you know, do things for them, but I I just want them, I want, I would want to raise a good, productive member of society that's not spoiled, Uh, I just can't do that, Um, but anyway, enough of that, Um, since I've been off, I've definitely been enjoying my downtime, Uh, it has been relaxing, it's given me a chance to rejuvenate myself And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this movie on Netflix, Bird Box, with Sandra Bullock. So I happened to watch that yesterday, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes and funny pictures about Bird Box, but uh, it was interesting. Um, On a scale of one to five, I would give it a three. I mean, I think it's worth watching. Some people thought it was scary. I didn't necessarily think it was scary but and I won't go into a lot of detail right now because um it's still fairly new and some people may want to watch it, but uh, in a later podcast I'll address it more what my issues with the movie was. But I'm finding that Netflix it seems like they're pumping out a lot of original content. Kinda just to pump out content. Uh I think Bird Box was shot very well, but I think the storyline could have been a little better. Uh, that could have been a little more depth to the characters. And some of the other original movies they have, I feel the same way about. They have a good cast. It was one movie with Forest Whitaker. I don't recall the name of it, but it was horrible. The movie itself was horrible. The production of it was nice, but the plot just, it did make sense to me. So it just seems like they're just pumping our content just to have content out there. Uh, But I'm gonna find a couple of more things to binge watch while I'm off. I still have about four or five days left on vacation before I have to go back. So uh, I just wanna relax and make the best of it. Fortunately tonight, I get to go play poker, which is my favorite thing to do. So I'll head out in a couple of hours and go do that. Hopefully win a little money and i may go to the casino at some point too um maybe new year's eve or new year's day just head up for a few hours and play uh up there but again that's that's what i do to relax so i'm looking forward to that um i guess i need to talk about some of the news items that's going on uh the government shutdown. i think we're in day six or seven uh it's just ridiculous. The whole reason it's shut down because of this stupid wall is is so ridiculous. Um, to have over eight hundred thousand people go without pay because somebody is being petty uh, is ridiculous over this one thing. And I know there have been bipartisan support for a spending bill to fund the government just without the wall, and he's throwing this little temper tantrum saying no. Um, And the interesting thing is just reading comments uh, on Facebook, because that's the only social media I have, it's amazing that the thought process of some people, but I like getting the perspective from other people just to see how other people think. And for instance, with um, a police officer in a pretty small town was killed the other day uh, by someone who was in the country illegally very unfortunate situation but of course the dude in the white house jumped out this is why we need border security but the murders that are committed by uh, illegal immigrants compared to the murders that are committed by people that live here or that are here legally there's no comparison so you don't want to do anything about the mass shootings we've had that were committed by mostly white guys um you never address that but let an illegal immigrant commit a crime you want to publicize it and politicize it and it's just not fair um so let's talk about all crime uh committed by blacks whites, anybody crime is crime but don't politicize one and not worry about the others just to get your way um that's not what politics are for and we need better leadership in that role Um, and for the dude in the White House to say he's tweeting that most of the people in the government who aren't working right now because of the shutdown are Democrats. There's zero facts of that. I don't see how people allow this dude to just throw out these random um, numbers and ideas and no facts behind them that don't even question him about it. That's just very irresponsible, but... He will say anything. Uh, He will continue to lie just to try to get his point across to his base because that's the only thing he cares about his his base and Fox News and what they think of him. So I think I addressed that on the last podcast about Fox News basically um, dictates what goes on in the White House. So for him to say that it's mostly Democrats uh, that are, affected by the shutdown that's just asinine and also he made a surprise visit to iraq finally Um, and that's probably one of the best things he's done but in something that should have been a positive he made it a negative he tweeted a picture of himself with seal team five this is a covert group you're never supposed to know who they are but he tweeted a picture of them you know in their Army fatigues. They had the uh, night vision goggles on, but their faces are exposed. And he tweeted a picture of these men who risked their lives um, undercover to make America safe. So how irresponsible is that? But you don't hear a lot about that in the in the news. That's not made a big deal out of. But if President Obama or any other president or high ranking democratic official had done the same thing all hell would break loose so I just hate the hypocrisy that's going on right now it's just it's ridiculous Um, but until this dude is impeached or whatever the case may be as long as he's still there we're going to continue to have the hypocrisy and the idiocy in that position uh And last but not least, this week's verbal Middle Finger for the week, I actually have two. Uh, The first one goes to the employees at the Doubletree Hotel in Portland, Oregon, who called the police on a black man sitting in the lobby, taking a phone call, talking to his mom. He had a room there. He had his room key. But the police came and said he was loitering and he had to leave. And they didn't refund his money. They allowed him to go to his room to retrieve his things kicked him out of the hotel for no apparent reason um and didn't even give him his money back for the room he had paid for so verbal middle finger to you i'm tired of this stuff i mean this call it profile or whatever you want to call it it makes no sense but it just seems like it continues to happen to minorities and the second verbal middle finger goes to huntington bank uh in ohio who called the police on the young man cashing his first paycheck apparently they thought the paycheck was fake and that it was too much they called the police on him the police came handcuffed him they had to call his employer and verify the amount of money that he made and that the check was real just because the dude just because they thought the check was too much for him so verbal middle finger to y'all dumbasses Um, unfortunately from what I've read about the the uh, Doubletree Hotel employees, they've been suspended, but a current, apparently they still have their job. Uh, as far as the Huntington Bay employees, I'm not sure what's happened to them, but I hope they all get fired uh, for this racial profiling over stupid stuff. I don't know when it will stop. We've seen too many people uh, with these issues get fired from their job and it continues to happen. So um, I think as long as we have this type of rhetoric coming from the top, um, where it seems like he's basically allowed or encouraged people to be racist in profile, uh, it's not going to stop. And I've said it before, this is doing generational damage um, and I don't think we'll see a full recovery in my lifetime. And that's very unfortunate. But that's all for this week. So uh, I hope y'all have a happy new year and I will definitely be continuing through the new year. So God bless Until next time, peace. What up, people? It is Saturday, December 29th. My name is B-Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh, First, I would like to wish everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa or whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Um, hopefully it was spent with family and friends or however you choose to spend it. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, I had a very, very good Christmas with the family and my girlfriend. And it was just really relaxing and quiet. We had a quiet time in my parents' house. Uh, it was just my immediate family, which would be um, my mom and dad and my brother. And my girlfriend came over for a little bit. But it was just quality time with the family uh, that's one of the things i cherish the most i'm so blessed that i have a pretty close-knit family i'm really close to my parents and uh my brother and i have a really solid um uh, good relationship and we can just all uh, sit down, have dinner and just talking and, and it's never any drama. Uh, so I definitely appreciate that. Uh, having my girlfriend over for a little bit too was cool. Uh, she really gets along with my family. and My parents really love her too. Uh, so she's basically a part of the family. She's been around, I think we right at seven months now. So uh, they have grown used to her and accustomed to her being there. So it was just a really, really nice, intimate, quiet time uh, with the family really enjoyed it um, one of the cool things for me was I love this time of year because I like giving uh, which I do throughout the year but uh, this time of year is just it means a lot more to me uh, so my parents and I we exchange gifts my brother uh, several years ago he chose not to celebrate Christmas which is fine I mean and when I say celebrate he didn't want to exchange gifts And that's cool. It's not an issue with us, that's absolutely fine. But my parents and I, we still exchange gifts. And normally I'll get each parent an individual gift and then I'll get a group gift. So uh, I got my dad a Groupon for massage, which is something I did for his birthday back in October. And he loved it, so he wanted that again. So I got that done. And I got my mom a gift card to Starbucks, which is, she goes to Starbucks almost every day. Uh, But their group gift, um, I got them tickets to Gladys Knight Concert. That's going to be up at the casino, one of the casinos that's near us. Um, I took a survey on my Facebook page and just asked my friends, would they rather see Patti LaBelle or Gladys Knight? And it was about even, and something just kept pushing me to go to the Gladys Knight Concert. I felt that would be a little more intimate for them. Um, so I went ahead and got them really nice seats uh, for the Gladys Night concert in April. Uh, come to find out, it just so happens that the concert falls on my parents' 45th anniversary. Um, I, I knew their anniversary was in April. I constantly forget what the specific day is. But, uh, you know, I showed my mom the tickets because the tickets didn't arrive until the day after Christmas. So I showed her the confirmation on my phone, sent her the confirmation email And she was like, you know, she confirmed the date. I said, yeah, you know, that's the date. And she said, that's our anniversary. So for that to be a a wonderful Christmas gift, as well as the concert being on their 45th anniversary, uh, it was a double blessing for me because they were very excited about it. They already talking about getting a room at the casino uh, and spending the night, you know, and they're looking forward to it. Um, I know my dad hates sitting, like, in the middle of the row, so I was specific to get in seats, so they're right on the end, in the B section, um, and they're just really excited about that. so it's, it's funny how things tend to work out like that, with that. I chose that specific concert out of three, because Lionel Richie is gonna be up there also, um, I was able to pick what I felt was the best one for them, and then it fall on the anniversary, um, so... I know they're looking forward to that, and it just, it made me happy to see them excited about it, because I love doing things for them. Uh, Again, we're pretty close family, so uh, that really made me happy. Um, Spending time with my girlfriend, too. We had a really nice Christmas. Uh, We opened gifts that morning, and she really loved the gifts that I got her. Uh, A lot of little stuff. Uh, Got her a cowboy's hoodie, uh, a couple other things, and then, like, She loves butterflies, and her favorite color is purple, and I was able to find her a purple butterfly necklace. Um, It's a sterling silver necklace with a purple butterfly charm on it. She really liked that. Uh, She's been wearing it almost every day since, and she got me some cool stuff too. Uh, My girl is very thoughtful, um, and a couple of things I specifically asked for, she, she got for me, and some things I didn't ask for, she got for me. Um, but she had heard me mention in the, in the past. So it was just really nice. Uh, this was the first Christmas I spent with an actual girlfriend in probably five or six years. Um, and that's cool. You know, we also went to a friend of mine's house, uh, Christmas Eve and hung out with her. And on the way back, um, my girlfriend and I had a very interesting conversation about friendship. Um, sometimes I'm amazed at the differences of opinion on certain things and one thing I have to realize is that people's relationships family structure and friendships are going to be very different than mine I'm well aware that having both of my parents still alive for one, I'm 44 having both my parents still alive and still married uh, is kind of rare these days Uh, because my girlfriend's her parents are um, divorced and they both remarried and been remarried for a while. And, you know, I look at the relationship she has with them. And then, um, so my friend's house, we went over. Real sweet girl, she's married. My friend is married. Um, She had invited my girlfriend and I and a couple of people over and, you know, just hung out. And we just talked about the longevity of our friendship. Uh, Sandy and I have been friends probably over 15 years. We used to work together. Most of my friends I met at work, at one of my previous jobs. And Sandy and I used to work together um, about 15 years ago and we've remained pretty close. And on the way home, my girlfriend and I were talking about um, friendships because I have probably six or seven people I know right off the bat if I needed anything. I don't care what it is, night or day they will be there for me. And I'm blessed to have those people in my life. They've been there for a long time. Uh, They've proven to be there whenever I need something. And I'm there for them as well. And I was just asking my girlfriend, you know, if something happened and I wasn't available, who would you call? And she has one friend that she's been friends with for a long time that she considers her best friend. But they only talk maybe once every two to three weeks. And that just surprised me, you know. And I know you have relationships like that because everybody has a life and things go on, but you know, I just, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the way I treat my friendships, I think back in 07, my best friend Randy passed away. And that hit me pretty hard. Randy was like a brother to me. Uh, I had known him since, you know, 10 or 11 years old. We went to the same church. We sung in the choir together. Uh, he used to live around the corner from me uh, when we both moved out and got our own places and We used to go to the club together, hang out together all the time. And we he, he passed away. Um, I went to the hospital a couple of days before he passed, and he was in a coma. And I remember holding his hand, telling him I love him, and he squeezed my hand. And so that was an indication to me that he heard me. And that always gave me a sense of peace knowing that he knew how i felt and once he passed away it changed my views on friendship um, you know it made me want to cherish those people in those relationships even more so i always try to make sure the people that i'm close to that have truly have my back i try to let them know you know that i care about them that i love them i got their back Uh, because I don't want anything to happen to myself or to them and leave anything unsaid. So all of the people that I'm close to, they know where they stand with me. They know how I feel about them. So I take my friendships extremely seriously. Um, And not to say my girlfriend doesn't. It's just a shame. I wish she had more friends because everybody needs an outlet um, to be able to express opinions or talk to or just have a shoulder to lean on because I may not always be there for her and I want her to be able to have somebody to talk to or if she's mad at me I want her to be able to go to somebody else to express those feelings um if she needs to get a difference of opinion you know what have you I want her to be able to do that so I encourage her to um last Friday she had or the Friday before last she had uh an outing with some women from her church, it's a women's group, I encouraged her to go, and she went and she had a good time, and I want her to have a life outside of me, we both need to have other interests outside of each other, and keep our individuality, so I encourage that with her, Uh, because sometimes, you know, she has a lot of stuff going on, and I can give her my opinion, but I can't relate to her situation, because I don't have any biological kids, um, so, some of the things she's dealing with, I can't relate to. I can just give her my opinion, but my opinion may not be the best one because I've never dealt with her situation. So, I always encourage her to, you know, if you have some friends that you really care about, reach out to them, you know, build those relationships and because it's a good thing. Um, yeah, sometimes it can come along with drama, but any of my friends... Uh, That I consider my friends, my good friends that I've known for years, they know I don't care what it is. Um, If it's something, a situation I'm not fond of, I'll give them my opinion, but I'll still be there for them. I may not necessarily support some of their actions, but I will still have their back though. So I just think uh, friendships are important. Having people in your life that you can trust, um, that's an important thing. So we just had a very interesting conversation about that. Um, And also, I just look at, you know, her relationship with her family compared to mine. um, It's just very different. You know, I'm blessed that I have a close family that we don't have any drama, that I do feel like we're just good people and we always try to do what's best. Um, And the big thing is just to know drama. You know, my parents can go out of town and I'll take care of, you know, go check on the house and different things. And they come back home the same way the house is the same way they left it. You know, I don't want anything from my parents. Um, I don't have any expectations of my parents. You know, especially to take care of me financially or anything like that. I don't. You know, I I'm grown. They've taught me to be independent, and I've just seen differences with um, some of my friends and uh, even relatives. You know, so many grown people are so dependent on their parents, even in their 40s, and. Sometimes that may be necessary, but when you're an adult and you're capable of working, but you just mismanage your finances, you know, it's it's just interesting to me, you know, to see that happen. And, you know, everybody has a reason for the things that they do, Uh, but I'm just glad my parents raised me to be independent. Uh, Before I moved out of my parents' house, I was paying them rent. I had my own car note. I had credit card bills. I had my own phone. So I was used to paying bills before I moved out of the house. So when I moved out, some of my bills just went up. But I was used to paying them. So they made me learn the responsibility from a young age. And I just wish more people did that these days. Um, because I think the generation that's being raised now, uh, they're in trouble. So many things are given to them. They don't understand, like, not having cable in your bedroom. I didn't get cable until in my bedroom until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s. You know, I didn't get a cell phone until I was out on my own, paying for it myself in my early 20s. And at that time, it was a plan where, you know, you had 300 anytime minutes and, you know, rollover minutes, that kind of stuff. Kids nowadays don't understand that. You know, they have smartphones and they... Unlimited data and text messages and all that stuff. They don't have to worry about that. And, I mean, thank God they don't. Because I don't know how they would fare if they did. But I think kids nowadays are just spoiled and and parents are spoiling them. So, um, if I do have a child, I just... I want to teach my child responsibility from a young age. Uh, I would definitely... know, do things for them, but I I just want them, I want, I would want to raise a good productive member of society that's not spoiled, Uh, I just can't do that, Um, but anyway, enough of that, Um, since I've been off, I've definitely been enjoying my downtime, Uh, it has been relaxing, it's given me a chance to rejuvenate myself. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this movie on Netflix, Bird Box, with Sandra Bullock. So I happened to watch that yesterday, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of memes and funny pictures about Bird Box, but uh, it was interesting. Um, On a scale of one to five, I would give it a three. I mean, I think it's worth watching some people thought it was scary, I didn't necessarily think it was scary, but, and I won't go into a lot of detail right now, because, um, it's still fairly new, and some people may want to watch it, but, uh, in a later podcast, I'll address it more, what my issues with the movie was, but I'm finding that Netflix, it seems like they're pumping out a lot of original content, kind of just to pump out content, uh, I think Bird Box was shot very well, but I think the storyline could have been a little better. Uh, that could have been a little more depth to the characters. And some of the other original movies they have, I feel the same way about. They have a good cast. It was one movie with Forrest Whitaker. I don't recall the name of it, but it was horrible. The movie itself was horrible. The production of it was nice, but the plot just, it did make sense to me. So it just seems like they're just pumping our content just to have content out there uh, but i'm gonna find a couple of more things to binge watch while i'm off i still have about four or five days left on vacation before i have to go back so uh, i just want to relax and make the best of it fortunately tonight i get to go play poker which is my favorite thing to do so i'll head out in a couple of hours and go do that hopefully win a little money I may go to the casino at some point, too. Um, maybe New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Just head up for a few hours and play uh, up there. But, again, that's that's what I do to relax. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I guess I need to talk about some of the news items that's going on. Uh, the government shut down. I think we're in day six or seven. Uh, it's just ridiculous. The whole reason it's shut down because of this stupid wall. Is, is so ridiculous um, to have over 800,000 people go without pay because somebody is being petty uh, is ridiculous over this one thing and I know there have been bipartisan support for a spending bill to fund the government just without the wall and he's throwing this little temper tantrum saying no um, and the interesting thing is just reading comments Uh, on Facebook because that's the only social media I have it's amazing that the thought process of some people but I like getting the perspective from other people just to see how other people think and for instance with um, a police officer in a pretty small town was killed the other day uh, by someone who was in the country illegally very unfortunate situation but Of course, the dude in the White House jumped out. This is why we need border security. But the murders that are committed by uh, illegal immigrants compared to the murders that are committed by people that live here or that are here legally, there's no comparison. So you don't want to do anything about the mass shootings we've had that were committed by mostly white guys. Um you never address that, but let an illegal immigrant commit a crime. You want to publicize it and politicize it, and it's just not fair. Um, so let's talk about all crime uh, committed by blacks, whites, anybody. Crime is crime, but don't politicize one and not worry about the others just to get your way. Um, that's not what politics are for, and we need better leadership in that role. Um, and for the dude in the White House to say, he's tweeting that, Most of the people in the government who aren't working right now because of the shutdown are Democrats. There's zero facts of that. I don't see how people allow this dude to just throw out these random um, numbers and ideas and no facts behind them. They don't even question him about it. That's just very irresponsible, but he will say anything... Uh, He will continue to lie just to try to get his point across to his base because that's the only thing he cares about his his base and Fox News and what they think of him. So I think I addressed that on the last podcast about Fox News basically um, dictates what goes on in the White House. So for him to say that it's mostly Democrats uh, that are affected by the shutdown, that's just asinine. And also, he made a surprise visit to Iraq, finally. Um, And that's probably one of the best things he's done. But in something that should have been a positive, he made it a negative. He tweeted a picture of himself with SEAL Team 5. This is a covert group. You're never supposed to know who they are. But he tweeted a picture of them, you know, in their army fatigues. They had the uh, night vision goggles on. But their faces are exposed. And he tweeted a picture of these men who risked their lives um, undercover to make America safe. So how irresponsible is that? But you don't hear a lot about that in the the news. That's not made a big deal out of. But if President Obama or any other president or high-ranking Democratic official had done the same thing, all hell would break loose. So I just hate the hypocrisy that's going on right now. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, But until this dude is impeached or whatever the case may be, as long as he's still there, we're going to continue to have the hypocrisy and the idiocy in that position. Uh, And last but not least, this week's verbal Middle Finger for the week, I actually have two. Uh, The first one goes to the employees at the Double Tree Hotel in Portland, Oregon, who called the police on a black man sitting in the lobby, taking a phone call, talking to his mom. He had a room there. He had his room key. But the police came and said he was loitering and he had to leave. And they didn't refund his money. They allowed him to go to his room to retrieve his things, kicked him out of the hotel for no apparent reason, um, and didn't even give him his money back for the room he had paid for. So, verbal middle finger to you. I'm tired of this stuff. I mean, this, call it profiling or whatever you want to call it, it makes no sense. But it just seems like it continues to happen to minorities. And the second verbal middle finger goes to Huntington Bank uh, in Ohio, who called the police on a young man, cashing his first paycheck. Apparently, they thought the paycheck was fake and that it was too much. They called the police on him. The police came, handcuffed him. They had to call his employer and verify the amount of money that he made and that the check was real, just because the dude, just because they thought the check was too much for him. So verbal middle finger to y'all, dumbasses. Um, unfortunately, from what I've read about the the uh, DoubleTree hotel employees, they've been suspended, but a current, apparently they still have the job. Uh, As far as the Huntington Bank employees, I'm not sure what's happened to them, but I hope they all get fired uh, for this racial profiling over stupid stuff. I don't know when it will stop. We've seen too many people uh, with these issues get fired from their job and it continues to happen. So um, I think as long as we have this type of rhetoric coming from the top, um, where it seems like he's basically allowed or encourage people to be racist in profile. Uh, it's not going to stop. And I've said it before. This is doing generational damage. Um, and I don't think we'll see a full recovery in my lifetime. And that's very unfortunate. But that's all for this week. So uh, I hope y'all have a happy new year. And I will definitely be continuing through the new year. So God bless. Until next time. Peace.